Welcome back to the show. You are listening to Talking Your Way to Change, the podcast that educates you about optimal mental health and psychotherapy. I am the host, Dr. Banker, and I'm coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I want to thank all of you listeners who have been coming on this journey with me. I am now venturing into the second season. This has been a profound learning journey as I learned to navigate the podcasting industry. Although it has been challenging, connecting with other mental health specialists and diving into the psychological research allows me to fill my own cup. If you are enjoying Talking Your Way to Change, thanks for tuning in. Please consider subscribing to the show. Subscribing is one of the ways for me to reach broader audiences. Also, if you think the content is worthwhile, share it with a friend. I am practicing my social media skills, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now, let's get into today's episode. Sometimes we can find ourselves overwhelmed by emotions. It can feel like your brain has been hijacked, kind of forcing you into further and further distress. Grounding techniques are useful in these situations because they can settle us back into ourselves and into the present moment. Grounding strategies aim to bring your chaotic mind back to the practical reality of the moment. Perhaps there have been times that you've asked yourself, what do I, what should I do when I'm ready to explode or I'm really wound up or maybe I sort of feel turned upside down? There are different types of grounding exercises. Some of them are mental and some of them are physical. The mental strategies are about bringing your awareness to your thoughts and the physical strategies are about bringing your thoughts to your senses, your bodily senses, your sensory awareness. Today, I'm going to give you my top five strategies in each category, five in the mental and five in the physical. Let's start with the physical. One of my favorites is number one, use temperature to shift your awareness to your senses. So you could place a cold cloth on your face or on your wrists. You could splash cold water on your face. You could hold a cold glass of water to your cheek. My favorite is to make a cup of tea and place the mug in my hand so my palms are wrapped around the cup and I bring the cup up to my face until the steam kind of um, distills onto my cheeks. Okay, strategy number two, take your shoes off and place the soles of your feet firmly on the ground and feel the support of the ground, imagining that the world is holding you up. If you are in a setting that you couldn't do this or it'd make you feel uncomfortable, you could try curling and uncurling your toes, kind of squeezing them and then releasing them. You could also point and flex a foot. Strategy number three, connect with something in your environment that's alive. Like look at a plant or flowers or look outside the window and see if you can notice with your vision something that's alive. 
The other thing you could do is you could touch something that's alive. Like you could touch the plant or if you could touch a coworker or someone, a safe person. I like to keep plants on my desk and look at them. And then periodically through the day, um, just grab and touch a leaf and kind of rub it a little bit. Just kind of really centers me. Strategy number four smelling. You could keep some essential oils at your desk. I like to do that. I like rosemary um, and or a lotion that you like the scent of. Number five, you could keep a small object, either carrying it with you or on your desk or in a backpack or a purse. And um, something that kind of really grounds you when you touch it is sometimes people will carry around small stones you could also wear a piece of jewelry that you could touch um, throughout the day in a soothing way. So my top five mental strategies are number one, um, it's kind of called like the naming category. And you choose a category like colors or shapes or breeds of dogs or sports teams, cities, and you just list them as kind of quickly as possible. Sometimes I think about that movie Forrest Gump and the scene in which Forrest was talking to his friend and his friend was talking about all the various ways that you could cook shrimp. Like you could barbecue it, you could saute it, you could pan fry it. Um, and then the other thing that always comes to my mind is that movie Best in Show where there was a man talking about how as a kid he would always like list peanut or nuts and it would drive his mom crazy. He'd say like peanuts and hazelnuts, pine nuts. Um, and I guess for me, that strategy is not only kind of, it gets my mind off of whatever I'm really wound up about. It also brings um, some humor and I can kind of find myself chuckling a little bit. Uh, mental strategy number two, describe something in your environment in great detail. So look at an object and describe its color, its texture, its size. You could also describe an activity in great detail, like what you'll be having for lunch and or how you will make it. I remember, um, I think it was like one of my first or second dates with my husband. We went to Valley Fair, I think he, for a work project or something for him. And we were riding a roller coaster and I hate roller coasters. And I remember as we were going up and, you know, you hear that noise, click, 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 click. I turned to him and I was just like, let's talk about what we're going to have for lunch. I think we're going to have hot dogs. Okay. Yep. And then there's probably going to be ketchup and the vegetable that will be mustard. And then we'll probably put them on paper plates and then we'll sit down. And then, and that is how I got myself through that roller coaster ride. Just kind of describing in detail what we were going to have for lunch. He probably thought I was a little odd, but, um, well, he had forewarning and we still got married. So there you go. Okay, mental strategy number three, counting. If you're good with numbers, you could count. You could count by sevens or tens or twenties. You could count backwards from a hundred. Um, you could say the alphabet. Number four, recite a mantra or a safety statement, such as like, my name is Zan Banker. And although I feel uncomfortable right now, I can tell myself this is not dangerous. And the final mental strategy is 
focusing on your breath. And this strategy really kind of encompasses both the mental and the physical. And I love Thich Nhat Hanh's um, saying where he says, breathing in, I calm body and mind. Breathing out, I smile. Dwelling in the present moment. I know this is the only moment. So one of the things I do is I follow my breath. I'm breathing in and I think to myself, I'm calming my body and my mind and I'm breathing out. I smile. And if you can't remember or recite a mantra, I think you can just follow your breath in and following it out. Okay. I think it's also wise to practice your grounding strategies and find ones that will work for you. You do need to practice them. Yes, they'll work a lot better if you practice them. And I think if you want to practice them regularly, it can be really useful to find times a day that you repeat it and you tie the grounding technique practice to a behavior that you have to do every day anyway. For example, you could tie it to when you first get out of bed and your feet hit the ground or when you first sit down at your desk if you have a desk job or maybe your first sip of coffee or when you're brushing your teeth that you remember to practice a grounding technique while you are already doing a behavior that you have to do every day anyway. Okay, so have fun trying these. Until next time, this is Dr. Banker. Thanks for joining us this week on Talking Your Way to Change. You can also visit our Facebook page. You can subscribe to the show on Anchor or iTunes so that you never miss an episode. If you found value in this show, we would appreciate a ratings on iTunes, or you could just simply tell a friend. I need to alert everyone that this podcast is not meant as a substitution for mental health treatment. So although the podcast deals with psychotherapy, this is not your psychotherapy. Okay, thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Dr. Banker.